welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Welcome to Monday Morning Detailers. Hey, this is Marshall, Total Auto Solutions. I just got off the phone with a young detailer named Stephen Hansen, and so I wanted to share with you guys our discussion. I don't think he would mind, and I think it will maybe bring you a little bit of value on a Monday morning, a little motivation for you if you need it. However, if you do... Some people are going to tell you you shouldn't be in the business that you're in. I don't know. I mean, I get it. There's times that I would rather just be a beach bum, right? <laughs> you know, there's times I'd rather stay in bed. There's times I'd rather, yeah, you can list all kinds of whatever things you want to. So I don't beat people up when they need some motivation. You know, it happens. Business is tough. It's a long, long journey. It's not a sprint. Winning is not everything, so if somebody tells you that it's about winning, you know, they might not be in it for the same journey that you're in on building a a business, a business, business. Anyway, sorry. Uh, So, Stephen called me, and Stephen is a young detailer in Pryor, Oklahoma. You haven't heard of it? Yeah, there's a reason. Um, not only is Oklahoma in the flyover state capital of the world, but uh, then you got smaller towns outside of there where people really don't know how hard it is to build a business. You've got guys like Darren from 66 Out of Detail, who has multiple team members, is washing and detailing a lot more vehicles than somebody from a major city that has hundreds of thousands of uh people, if not millions, Um, but he's been able to grow a team and run a sustainable business. So it does happen. It is possible. And so Stephen is trying to grow his mobile detailing business. Now, Stephen's only, uh, if it's two years, that's, that's a lot. It might just be in that still that one to two year mark. Um, Stephen had detailed quite a bit on and off, but was working at a place. And uh, here's a restaurant that is uh, local to the Midwest, especially through Oklahoma, called Brahms. If you ever come through and you see a Brahms, they're going to have some amazing ice cream and some pretty dang good burgers, too. Uh, The brown bag special? Yeah. Not that same kind of brown bag special that you might be used to after a bar, but... It's a pretty good brown bag special. Five burgers for five bucks. You can get, if you make it at breakfast, the five biscuits, the sausage biscuits for five bucks. Whew, now you're talking. Anyway, uh, he finally had just had enough and thought that he could make a living from detailing. Quit his job, went all in. And uh, was a big, big step for him. A lot of counseling, in a sense, not therapeutic counseling, just needing some coaching and some help. And Steven's always had my number and we've always talked back and forth. Um, and it was, it was a big step for him. It was a big, uh, Oh shit moment. Can I really do it? And, uh, sure enough, he's, he's rocking and rolling. Now 
his latest idea of what he wants to do next for his business that he was asking a question about was, hey, I want to start a weekly business of the week that he goes out and does um, detailing or car washing or whatever at a local business. Now, he first asked, hey, so I have this idea, and so I want to give away free washes so that it would generate awareness and that people would want to do it, and that would come with strictly just a wash, and then there would be all kinds of upcharges and upsales. So um, I, I totally get the hustle, wanting to bring the most value, um, you know, especially a prior. There's going to be a lot of price headhunters. There's going to be people that want to get a really great car wash or detail and not pay much, right? Who wouldn't want that? From a business aspect, though, I encouraged him to maybe not give a full giveaway for free, but, you know, maybe a discount or maybe to just the head person that's in charge of everything. And the reason why I suggested that is I'm a little biased. That's what I did. So when we first started going into people's work, right, um, you know, first we were servicing them at their house, but then during the day, not everybody was at home. So we had met a lady that uh, had a little bit of a broken English. Um, well, it wasn't just a little. I mean, she had a lot of broken English. And she had asked for what we thought was a wash and wax when I was out at a uh, Ultimate Electronics, which is sort of like a very early Best Buy, and then went out of business. Uh, we would go there and just set up canopies and wash people's cars, you know, little mini details, express stuff while they were in shopping. And this lady had come through and asked for a wash and wax. Cool. Went ahead and vacuumed it out, wiped it down a little bit. And it was a 60, 60 I think, $65 charge or something. So she comes back. I said, okay, $65. She says, oh, no, I wanted the washing bag. That's $25. Oh. Uh, well, we did the wax, we did all the interior, like, I mean, you said wash and wax. No, I said, you know, and she had broken English, you know, and it's, no, I, wash and back, I just wanted the best. It's like, you know what, okay, man, you know, <laughs> fuck it, I'll take your 25 bucks, sorry, must have been my fault, I hope you have a, a really great day, and, uh, you know, please come back and see us again next time you're over here shopping. She was getting in her car, and then she turned around and said, you know what? Basically, in a, in, a, in a nutshell, she said, you know, my husband's the CEO of Sibgo. I'll have you go clean his car and see if you can help other people clean cars there, too. I really appreciate what you did. Okay. So that led down a let's come service your husband's car. I set that up. Now, that guy got a good price, right? He got a really great detail. Sure that he probably got the $40 package, but I gave him probably the $100 package, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I made sure that that guy was taken care of because he's the guy that would funnel me all the way down. So not only did his wife get taken care of, but then I took care of him and he got a hell of a deal, but he didn't even really know it. I didn't offer him a discount. I just gave that guy a fucking badass detail at a really great rate. And then I got in with his assistant who then got us into the, uh, the overall, it was called Warren Place. So we first started with just all the execs of Sitco. And then that email went down to managers. And before long, I was doing 60 to 70 cars a week at Sitco at Warren Place. Now, Sitco eventually left. That guy that got me all that within like a couple months had destroyed that business because he moved Sitco down to Houston. But but the theory still remains strong. The theory of how to grow a mobile detailing business and using a entry into a building. So no matter where you're at, I suggested he go back. You know, we did even as a as in 2010 when I was was doing mobile detail to fucking survive while I'm trying to learn how to even sell a product. Uh, you know, we had. I had thrown all in on products in my garage and I'm trying to figure out how to go to car washes, dealerships, detail shops, and show them how to use a product and why one product might work better than the other. That's a long learning curve from washing cars at a car wash and having a detail shop. So it took me six to, well, six months to get my first actual sale really. <laughs> uh, and then a good eight, plus to, to kind of get some traction going. So we did a lot of hustling at, and I told him, I said, why don't you go to a nail salon? There's plenty of nail salons that are in a strip center. I found a lady that wanted her car cleaned while she was at the nail salon. And she was the salon, I mean, she worked there, right? So when she was there doing people's nails, I would come and clean her car. And what did that do? Well. There was other people there that, oh, you know, they didn't use this every time, but they use a some. And then you can go into the next person that set the business down and say, just let them know that, hey, and if you want, here's a way. And, you know, we want your car clean while we're here. This is how you sign up. Here's how we operate. Just letting you know. And then you just keep coming back. You can eventually grow a little awareness at different businesses. And it's it's a practical way of growing to where you're not just doing the same thing over and over. So what, what he's going to do, Stephen's going to morph and he's what, what good business owners, entrepreneurs, however you want to call it, do is they take ideas and then make sure it fits their own mold. So he mentioned he's got a, uh, a guy there, a prior that sells, uh, I think it's with Allstate or something like that, State Farm or whatever, you know. I mean, he's an insurance guy. So he's going to set that guy up as being one of the spots. Hopefully the guy would do a, an interview and a recommendation and do some videos. And he said, I, I, I want the guy to hold a sign. And, you know, really was going to use a lot of that guy's time uh, to help push his agenda of, of, of marketing that he'll be there cleaning cars. Really uh, interesting way and a dynamic of, all right, uh, he's going to use social to be out there, and then he's going to create a hashtag. Uh, and I don't remember, I apologize, I don't remember what hashtag he was going to use, 
I think it was like uh, local or by local or, you know, one of those just trending, uh, you know, local. And then on the interview, he was going to let the guy be able to tell about his business and why he was there and holding that hashtag sign. So I thought it was a really great idea. My recommendation was just out of respect to another business owner. I don't know. I holding a sign is, you know, I, they might even be reluctant to do a, an interview. And if you do just be very respectful of their time because they're going to be basically putting down their business for a moment to come out and talk to you. So just be really respectful of his time. And then I wouldn't fucking ask somebody to hold a sign. I love the marketing idea of being able to get branding out of, you know, visual on a thing. So I suggested uh, do a GIF, right? You can, you can, you can hire people to make you a GIF and then GIFs can be used on, you know, we use them on our stories with Instagram. But then I also found out when I was doing TikTok the other day, TikTok, you can add a GIF. And I found that I, my GIF was even on the TikTok GIF. So uh, you can create your own GIFs and then you can put those into your video and you can put them as little watermarks or however you want to do it, interject them into your, your videos. But instead of having a guy hold a sign, you know, maybe maybe do a little bit more background legwork on your own so that you can get the branding that you need. I think it would be interesting. All right. So everybody go follow Stephen's journey through this. Uh, second to none, uh, Stephen Hansen. He's out of prior Oklahoma. Be really cool to see how he takes his idea and begins to interject it into his market. Now, this is exactly where I say you're going to have to learn how to fail, right? So he's got an idea. He wants to increase a certain side of his business, and he wants to use local businesses and go out and, and create some uh, not only a brand awareness, but also create some new revenue streams, okay? Love it. Love it. Let's watch and see his journey. Let's see how he does. Now, he might get into it and go, no, this fucking sucked. It was a bad idea. And he might punt it. Uh, he might go into it and it take off and explodes. And he, we get to see an amazing uh, montage of photos and videos and interviews of people. Right. It might happen once, might happen twice. Uh, it might run into some hiccups and he might. Uh, really struggle at getting it off the ground. We never know. Same as you don't know. The ideas and things that you have for your business, hopefully when you're driving down the road, you got all these random thoughts that maybe come of, oh, I sure wish I could, you know, have a, a second or third guy in the shop. Oh, I wish I had my own bay for this guy to do nothing but fill in the blank. Uh, I wish I had a, a second vehicle so that we could service this part of the town a little more because I just can't drive all the way over there. Or, boy, I wish, and you could, you know, whatever it is that when you're thinking about your business, what you want to do with it and how you want to grow it, this is the beauty. It's the beauty of what we do. We get the opportunity to first even dream and think of something, then we have the opportunity to run that risk analysis 
of will it be viable or not? Will I be able to even create what I'm trying to do? Once we decide that we can create and we kind of go through the ideas of what it takes to get done, we begin the implementation phase of it where, okay, I've got to, if I'm going to get another truck, I need to start saving money for that truck. I don't really want to go get a new loan, uh, but if you want to, you know, I guess you need to make sure that you can afford that loan um, and that you've got plenty of people that you can market to of this new service. You might even start that marketing early to run a little bit easier risk analysis. But either way, you're going to have to test those waters a little bit. You're going to have to see how your plan is going to go. And then eventually you're going to just need to pull the trigger. Okay. You can run risk analysis for years and never really be fully invested. But if you have an idea that you want to do, you're going to need to, after you eventually decide, you know, if it's good or not, it could take months, it could take years, but you eventually need to pull the trigger and go all in on it to see and test if your idea truly works. Problem that I had early in my career is I got very, uh, it could have been my anxiety, it could have been just sort of some of the way I was wired. I would beat myself up and get mad when things didn't work. Now, it never caused me to stop, but I just, I took it on the chin a little harder than I do now. And I, as I've gotten older, uh, and for those of you that were at the Mobile Tech Expo Orlando Airbnb with us, you would laugh. Because I would walk upstairs in the morning after getting coffee, and it sounded like I was an 80-year-old guy in a fucking, like, retirement home, like, 40, your body just is different, like, like a brutal taking those steps up. And it's just like, oh, yeah, like stuff just doesn't quite work as it used to. It's just the way it goes. Uh, and so with that comes experience. Experience of knowing that I don't have to get upset. I don't have to be mad at myself. I don't even have to question if my business is going to make it because I just know that nothing really ever works exactly the way we want it to. The rarity that you can come out with an idea and put it down on paper and even write a business plan and, and go get the financing you need and, and do everything by the, the letter that you wrote out in your business plan, you throw that shit out of the, out the window. I mean, that's just, it just doesn't work that way. You can have a general idea, but, you're going to have to learn that if you're going to go create this whole new marketing campaign with a hashtag and getting local businesses to let you come clean cars at their location, it all sounds great. But it's going to take a lot of fucking work. And I don't know if you guys, if you're really ready to bring that on, are you? It's okay if you fail at it. And the reason why I ask if you're okay and if you're ready, because you're going to fail. And do you have the stomach and do you have the chin to be able to push through the failures of when you get to a location and your, your, your water isn't right or you, you don't get to clean but a couple cars and you got these other people that are upset because you didn't get to them or 
you know, all of a sudden you get one place and you, uh, your generator, something's messed up on it or, you know, there's all kinds of things that can happen. So go follow Stephen's journey. Let's see how he does. I think he's going to do really awesome. Stephen has the mindset that he's going to keep going and he'll figure it out. He's going to keep growing his business and it'll be fun to watch. So hope you guys have a great Monday. I wanted you guys to get a bit of background into an idea and maybe how you guys can use it. So hit us up on social, send us a DM on pints polishing podcast. Let us know ideas that you're creating ways that you're trying to decide to make new revenue streams and the struggles that it's going to take for you to overcome it. <laughs> and as always, Make it a great day. Oh my gosh, those tabout questions are ridiculous, right? Hey, it's DJ again. Listen, if you guys want to connect with us on IG, definitely do so. You guys can reach out to me directly at DJ Patterson. You can find Marshall at Total Auto Solutions or at Marty L. Hill. Uh, definitely, if you want to reach out in regards to the podcast itself, myself, Marty and also John both manage the page on IG at Pints Polishing Podcast. So if you have any cool, um, you know, stories or whatever of you guys drinking beer or uh, even with our silicone pint cups or pint glasses, as Marty would call them, definitely tag us there. We'll share it out and uh, let's keep the community going. So, yeah, reach us out. Reach out to us. Excuse me on Instagram. I'm at DJ Patterson. Marty is at Total Auto Solutions. And hit us up and tag us definitely at Pints Polishing Podcast. Uh, one last thing, uh, people are asking all the time. Hey, when is so and so's podcast coming out? Hey, when is so and so's podcast coming out? Be patient. We're dropping one podcast per day, so I believe we have roughly maybe ten more. Um, I have to check, but. So something like that, something about 10 more podcasts we're going to drop every day. So tomorrow, about this time, you will get another one. All right, we'll see you.